kind of hear it. It's coming through. You hear that sound? Lightly coming through. <laughs> it's coming from from very far away. Well, now it's not Ooh. making any more sense. The faint guitar welcomes yeah. us back to another episode of the Corridor Podcast. Thanks for being here. Episode one seven one. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We've got the whole gang. Nico's got some extra tunes coming in. (laughs) What's going on, everybody? I've got... I've got Nico, Sam, and Nick joining Hello. me here today. Thanks for joining us. What's going on, everybody? My alarm just went oh, off. <laughs> What's going oh, on? It was really important. weird. No, it was just, it was like, it's, it's 4.39 p.m. I'm like, okay. Dude, uh, last night there's something that you, you set that alarm for and you've forgotten, <laughs> but it's really important. Anyway, it did so, like it muted everybody. And like, I, I have my AirPods in my ears right now, so I'm doing the, like, the pastor that turned off. It was very disorienting because <laughs> then all of a sudden this like island music starts blasting in my head. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the island, yeah. man. Yeah. That's like the laziest form of me reminding myself of something is I just set an alarm for something without labeling it. <laughs> and then when it goes off, I'm like, oh God, what was I supposed to do? <laughs> Yeah, no, you just say, remind me to do this at 5 p.m. And then you get the reminder and it's like gibberish. And you're like, all right, what What did that say? Like, what did that translate to? Yeah, what was I thinking? Mm. I feel like that's the key to a successful life in your like 30s and 40s is constantly using your phone reminders to remind you when you need to do something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Not relying on your brain and memory. Not relying (laughs) on your brain. I don't do that. I'm not. I, I don't do that one. Yeah. Well, you I just must be the only the guy all day long. I, well, I, I do, well, Jake, Jake I do has, actually he, he has post-it notes on his computer. I Jake. do use, well, see the thing is I'm, I'm when I'm not at the studio, I'm at my desk when I'm working. And yeah. so I literally just use post-it notes like all day. Yeah. And there you go. So it's, it's the same just, thing. It's the same thing. I just, I, my post-it notes are on my phone. <laughs> right. But yeah. I probably, if I was up and about more, it would be more useful. Probably. Yeah. Nah, yeah. So I, know. But, I wonder what the thumbnail of this podcast looks like and what the title is. But if uh, it says anything about anime rock, paper, scissors, <laughs> then uh, you come to the right place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're starting title first without knowing the title. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's, how <laughs> we've been doing, that's how we've been doing the podcasts lately. Yeah. The podcast. yeah. So, uh, hey, guess what? We're working on episode two of anime rock, paper, scissors. <gasps> Yay. Surprise! If you Whoa. follow our Instagram, you're probably well aware of this because there's mm-hmm. pictures of me and Dean looking goofy as heck. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, we also stuff. are doing a whole vlog on it. Um, yeah, on Quarter Digital, following everything. Yeah, there's a couple yep. so far. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're uh, after we did the, first the beard one. work? Did the beard? Did you? Or did <laughs> you have beard to shave your beard? Be- yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so there's uh, there's a saying in Hollywood which is never to film with children or animals. And Sam wrote this wonderful scene <laughs> for the beginning of anime rock, paper, scissors Two, where it's the two princes as children, which is basically, a, you know, it, it, we saw this brief flashback at the end of rock, paper, scissors one. It was enriching. It just showed us that there's depth <laughs> in this world. <laughs> yeah. Dean. Where did this world come from? Well, I mean, this is just like your classic fantasy world, your power struggles, you know, it's, a tale mm-hmm. of brothers. It's like we don't know the year. Is it 1400, 1500? <laughs> it's kind of 1800s at times. It's sometimes, sometimes it's like 800s. It's like that anime, yeah, like kind of European vague style where yeah, you European know, some vague. of it's, <clears throat> yeah, like they have corsets and like that's like, medieval but... <laughs> and like Victorian architecture at the yeah. same time. With, like, it's, like the Ren, it's like the Ren Fair. 
It's like totally the it, it's but just no steampunk, general, yeah, but no, not no fucking steampunk at all. Or if anything, fucking Jimmy, anything between twelve hundred no, no and seventeen <laughs> no, eighteen hundred is okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was so funny. The big takeaway that it was Dean who told me this, but he said he you know played the video for his girlfriend, and then she was like. Oh wow! At the end, when she saw this, it was like the silly corridor digital push. Yeah, I filmed it like alone. <laughs> I filmed it alone. I took an iPhone down to the green screen alone, filmed all the plates, and then generated in, in, images of like anime boys with Mid Journey, <laughs> and we just constructed that as like it was a joke push. It wasn't that much. Of a, I mean, it was semi joke push. It was like you know, it's a push, but it's like come on, why? Let's just yeah, keep the gag going fun. a little longer. Yeah. And then, but Dean was saying that his girlfriend watched it, and then um, when that came up, even though it's like me saying go to corridordigital.com, she was like, oh, 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 they used to be little boys. <laughs> they, they were best friends. <laughs> oh no, like, they were so innocent. They were so innocent, and like they, yeah. now they hate each other, and they one killed their father. You know, it's, it was like. She had that like emotional moment, right? Right. And I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like, we tapped into something. <laughs> like we, the like classic tale of two brothers hating each other. I know. Yeah, it's as old as humanity. Works. Yeah. So I was like, "Yo," we're, yeah. because then we were just joking about it, like, "Hey, yeah, what if they like played the game for their soul?" <laughs> At the beginning, but I guess kids yeah. joking around. Yeah, it's spo- yeah. mild spoiler. Not really spoilers. Don't worry about it. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's really funny. I can't um, believe it works though. It like <laughs> just Nico as a well, fully a, adult man. You ju- with you a hold beard. on, you're jumping to the end of the <laughs> you're jumping to the conclusion of this spicy intro. <laughs> spicy intro. <laughs> we can't go set that fast. We have to tantalize people along the tantalize way. Tantalize yeah. people. Oh yeah, you it, as I mentioned, explain it. You got to never film kids or animals, right? Never film with kids or animals is what people say. Why? It's a hassle. <laughs> it's very hard to get what you want. And so Sam writes a scene where we're, there's two children. It's like, okay, so kids, I don't want to deal with like doing voice recording for kids and then deal with acting for kids and trying to teach them how this whole like process works where you're going to pretend you're, you're basically puppeteering an anime character with your face and your body. Um, but you're like, you know what? If we have the world's most cutting edge machine learning algorithms at our disposal. De-aging machine learning algorithm. <laughs> we should be able to just do it ourselves. As in like, me and Dean, if we can, if we can play anime princes, theoretically we can play anime boys. And there's a caveat, which is we have to wear generally what we're what get, gets transformed on camera, right? If you want to have, you know, long red hair in the final picture, you need to have a long red hair wig on when you film yourself. But a boy does not have a beard. That's the same goes. Well, um, <laughs> most of them, yeah. Yeah. except for that one kid in your high school who like grew except a beard. Kid, you know, yeah. it was like the beard kid. We all yeah. had a yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that was you, Nick. No, it was not me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was the one kid in college without a beard. <laughs> yeah, my beard didn't come in until I was nineteen. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, I really didn't want to shave. <laughs> Why not? Because I think I look really goofy without a beard. And also, like, I'm on camera a lot. Like, this sounds pompous to say, like, I film, like, every week and, like, a million people watch these videos. (laughs) And if I shave my (laughs) beard... That's a valid concern, I guess. (laughs) If I shave my beard, a million people have to see it. People aren't going to recognize me. (laughs) I don't want to look... I don't want to be out there beardless. I want to be out there... So you got to go my method, change your facial hair all the time, and then nobody knows what you're going to look like (laughs) next. That's what I do. True. Yeah, but you know, Jake, as the saying goes, a boy does not have a beard. So, <laughs> true, you know? that is the say. That is the, that is the name of the podcast. I think. A boy Anime does rock paper scissors two. A boy does not have a beard. <laughs> There's yeah. a simple truth in life. <laughs> yeah. A boy does not have a beard. So, uh, so we popped the wig on my head and I put the costume on and we said, "Screw it." And he filmed me anyways with a beard. Without doing any tests. No beard no, and negative no. prompt. Beard. Actually, <laughs> yeah. no, there was a test that was done, and it was the day we started filming. So everyone gets in the costume and we're about to roll a shot. And then I forgot to shave. And then morning. I was like, Nico, you didn't like at forgot. least like tramp up an hour or something. And so like, ah, I guess well, you should do a test. And so we go, all right, let's not. F-. I was literally I'm taking my <laughs> finger off the record button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the test worked great <laughs> it turns out really? you can have a beard and 
It's insane. So it's not it's not creating with. it's not creating, you know, weird shading every different frame. No, it, the spots. only kind of weird thing is sometimes my mouth is open when it's closed because it's drawing. It's taking my mustache as the mouth rather than my mouth as the mouth. Have so you seen this? Have you, have you seen? Oh my, not that one. That's <laughs> it's almost like too much without a beard. You like, don't just any... look at like, like wow. He's, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm showing them some boyish pictures. <laughs> it's very boyish. Yeah, basically, what we discovered is that like when you're training in. So when we made the first rock paper scissors. You know, we had our style set. We had some some drama around our style set. Even though, you know, for the past mm-hmm. decade, we've literally just taken inspiration from IPs and properties and characters at will for YouTube videos because... It's different now. <laughs> it all changed. <laughs> yeah. It's different now. Whatever. Guess, whatever. Yeah. Um, anyways, so we, we took our, our style set for the first one. We, you know, kind of made pictures of us and that was it. But we discovered that if you just have only pictures of your characters in their final look, in your data set when you train your model, it works really well. So we just have all mm-hmm. these young pictures of a very generic boyish anime Nico. And generic, I'd say and, he's a and very how, striking how did you get young lad. No, he's very striking. He's not he's not generic whatsoever <laughs> in soul. But like in terms of his face, it's your very average like anime, like big eyes, anime nose, anime triangle chin. So to know? get those pictures though, you guys just took some photos and ran it through uh, yeah. Dream Booth and just said like boy. Like pretty much, and then when you found the ones you liked that were consistent, <laughs> well, we you... took a lot of pictures of ourselves, and we we basically generated like these anime like transmutations of ourselves, and now we ju- we're just taking that data set for the boy copy, and so, because of that, like because there's no beards in the data set, because there's yeah. only one face in the data set, like we're not doing all this other stuff we kind of used to do in the past. Well, we a little bit. It's like we're very much in experimentation ter- territory still, but like because we just trained in only pictures of this boy. With these features, with that costume, and only those pictures, now, now I can even have a beard, and I don't have to have the character have a beard. You're folding steel, dude, like a like yeah, a Japanese swordsmith. You're it's training weird. AI on AI images <laughs> to create your own data sets. Yes, we're we're Oof. guessing and figuring it out as we go. Now, it should be it should I should mention we are actually doing our own style set for disclaimer rock paper scissors too disclaimer. For for anybody who somehow came around from Twitter, disclaimer, disclaimer. <laughs> came over to our channel. Disclaimer. Hate watching this podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're there getting, might be a if, couple. If, if, if your cheeks are getting red, steam's starting to come out of your ears. Disclaimer. Steam is starting to billow out of your ears. <laughs> we have news for you. If that the first one we forming. did without even knowing if it would work, so we didn't make our own data set. But this time we made our own data yes, set. Yes, that's the wow. whole point of why we were doing all this. The first why, place. why don't we? Why don't we flip this? Let me let me tee you up here for this. Let's flipping it. Okay. For anime rock paper scissors two, we are doing something once again that no one has done before. Ooh, that's really nice. This man. time it's <laughs> completely ethical. <laughs> uh, so you know, with rock paper scissors one, we learned how to train in a style set. We learned that this would even work in the first place. Which many people are like, how dare you? It's like what. I'm going to do experiments, people. This is what I'm always, I've always no, most, done. But everyone said this is sweet. Actually, you're right. You're right. I, that, that's the, it's that's so the, easy to put all your attention yeah. on like the few people that on are loud and angry comments, than yeah. the many that are positive and supportive. Yeah, right. And it's the many that are positive and supportive that really deserve your mental attention well, I'm and just, your energy. The problem is, yeah. is that 0.1% of 2 million viewers is still a lot of people. <laughs> that's that's the actual. That's yeah, the, I, have a that's the, the I have a theory about this. Did did your did either of your kids say "dad" as their first word? No. Okay. I don't know why. Well, wait. What if I said yes? Two, would that change what you're about to say? No, I just two of mine did, and Wendy and I were always trying to figure this out. And I have a theory about this, which relates back to why you put your attention towards negative comments instead of mm. majority mm. ones, or. A, a a small loud minority of comments no matter what it is versus the majority of comments yeah and here's the thing it's like when you're a child and you're born and all you know is your mother's bosom mm-hmm. and you're you know and then you don't even know your mom is there you're, <laughs> you're just like you're just yeah, like it's so default state mm. Yeah, you're you're so attached to your mother at that point that you you don't even recognize you're there. And then this other person comes in the room <laughs> and you're like, "Hey, that's the other." 
<laughs> that's the other thing and then you learn the word of the other thing before you learn the word of the thing that's keeping you alive mm -hmm. just because yeah. it's not the thing that you're so used to <laughs> yeah because it's not the thing you've been yeah. attached to yeah <laughs> like a, like yeah. It, it because it is you in a way yeah 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 so that's anyway really that was yeah. my little that's my little deep. tangent that on is that. deep well yeah. some true father like wisdom right there yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so you know we learned how this whole style thing works like to a certain degree i mean there's obviously like a million mysteries still to uncover but there's a it's an old friend of mine from uh from college he was uh one of the our fellow art students as sam and i were going through the program named josh newland and we brought him on to basically create a style for rock paper scissors too he's drawing the characters kind of designing the look and we're using that now we're using that to kind of create a new system for these characters going to the second episode because i think anybody who's like jumped onto like any of these generative tools you know mid-journey dolly stable diffusion like it's one thing to just like type in random stuff be like wow it gave me such a cool picture when i typed dinosaur wearing sunglasses you know it's like it's one thing to do that it's something to be like okay now i actually have a mission I'm, I'm somebody who's somebody asked me to design you know an advertisement and i need a picture of like you know a nice island beach or something like that you know it's like you go on you try to generate it and suddenly you realize, like, when you try to do this, it's like, oh, none of this, it doesn't listen to me. Like, I try to give it direction. It's not giving me what I want. It's giving me what it knows is, like, a pretty picture. But, like, it's not giving me the picture I want. I want a single palm tree in front of the sunset with, like, a coconut lying on the sand. It's like, no. And it's like, I'm not getting what I want. Yeah. And, like, that trying to, like, wrestle your vision out of these, these programs, like, that's when you quickly start to realize the limitations of all this stuff and that it's not magic, nor is it about to, uh, you know, take over the world or anything like that. Um. But in doing so, you know, when when you can when you can learn how to add your own style to this, when you create your own characters and bring your own vision to life, that's when it gets really exciting. And that's what's so exciting about being able to film ourselves on a green screen and to process it and turn ourselves into cartoon characters. And it's even more exciting that we learned, hey, we can do this with any style. So I can literally ask my friend to draw really cool pictures of these characters, and then suddenly they can move. And it's like, wow. And we did that with like you know 10 pictures 15 pictures and like and like two or three people working on it it's like that is insane that's so crazy and so that's that's kind of where we're headed right now with rock paper scissors too is trying to figure all that kind of stuff out and you know make things look even more cartoony and more animated and all that good stuff it's really exciting stuff like it's there's a whole facet of this that like we're kind of exploring a little bit in parallel which is the ability to automatically ink and color uh, yeah. drawings that's because that's that was, that was the crazy part that I yeah. saw where we you just had that rough sketch. It was just like an outline and it was like kind of messy line work, too. It wasn't like perfectly clean. Mm -hmm. It was literally a picture from a sketchbook. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah, photo from, <laughs> taken on a phone from a sketchbook. And mm -hmm. then Dean mm -hmm. was able to take it and ink and colorize oh, wow. all of it. Yeah. So one thing we've, Dude, we've, we've which been, is that's not, see, and this is like yeah. the thing that, yeah, I keep, well, yeah, every time we talk about this, I'm like, I feel this like this is why it's really, really cool. <laughs> that's more disruptive to animation. I, I think, know than like, what you guys did in the first video. Honestly, A lot of people, when I, when I opened up like, that, that quarter crew video, uh, did we change animation forever? To be fair, it's really the people that make these tools that change animation forever. But uh, when I said, you know, we're trying to democratize animation, a lot of people took that in a lot of different ways. But what I mean by that is that it's it's hard to make a cartoon. 
it's really hard. Like, yeah, of course anybody can sit down with a pencil and start drawing in a flip book. I get it. Like, yeah, no, no crap. <laughs> anybody can grab a camera and go start shooting a movie, right? But the point is like, okay, cool. Can you give me a half an hour of a finished cartoon like television, television quality, please? It's like, no, you're not. That's going to take a team of professionals a long time to do. Or even just, yeah, or one person democratize. Yeah. A very long time to do. A <laughs> very long time to do. And they will have to yeah. be very good. And yeah. when I say democratize, I mean like, hey, what if you could just do it yourself in a month or two months? You know, what if you could, what if everybody could deliver that quality? Because that's what happens, like that's what's happening with Blender. Like when you are Unreal Engine, when you pop an un, open Unreal Engine, they democratize video game making. Like totally. you are getting the graphic quality of a AAA video game engine for free. You know, anybody can get AAA graphics now. That's insane. Like, so that's what, that's what yeah. I'm seeing here. And like, <laughs> It was, it was, that word in particular was very divisive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, you know, it's, I, we are, it is like yeah. this tool is doing that. It, people, yeah. people don't see it yet. And I get it. It's a wacky, crazy world out there. And like, yeah, obviously you need to buy a computer, <laughs> but you know, it's 2023. Yeah. It's like, well, some people pushed back on it and it was like, well, you guys have all this expensive equipment. That's not democratized. It's like, yeah, we have some expensive equipment, but also like. Anyone can do it with a yeah. PC. Anyone? Yeah. I don't think it's really fair to say that because it requires a nice computer with a good graphics card to do something that used to take a building with a millions and millions of dollars <laughs> of infrastructure is still like out of reach. It's yeah. yeah. That's like saying Fortnite's not actually free to play because you have right. to buy a computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they're lying and yeah. stupid. <laughs> right. Yeah. There was a so, lot of people sorry. who said that and I just that's yeah. uh, it wasn't worth responding back to other than to say that. Sorry. Yeah. See if we we got to yeah, we got so we got we got to tighten the buckle here. Like I, I got to tighten the buckle yeah. here. Yeah. It's worth mentioning like all this is going to come spilling no, no, out. No, it's I mean <laughs> when you feel like when there's enough distance we're very Yeah, I mean yeah. When you when you're in my shoes and you're seeing all these a lot of these comments and you know there's plenty of valid concerns people have but I, there's also a lot of people that were just angry and a lot of people that just put us into a position that which we weren't in and they just put us in there so they could yell at us and like it was very frustrating especially when you know that like when like 90% of the arguments people are putting out there are just completely inaccurate. And you're like, yeah. I'm the kind of person that likes to have imaginary debates in my head. Oh, oh, God, I had to like, I had to mentally stop myself over and over and over from wasting mental energy and be like, <laughs> well, this person is wrong and I can write a thesis as to why they like, it's like, no, just it's like, I don't have to bother. Like just, yeah, I'll yeah. be quiet. It's really hard. It's really, <laughs> yeah. it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I slipped two times and that was it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I wrote out an angry comment and like then deleted it. I, like yeah. an hour later, I'm like, this is not productive. Yeah, you're not. There's nothing you're gonna do about it. It's a big wall. Yeah. Like, I, I know. Oh, yeah. I want. I sent an email. Someone sent us an email, and I sent them. A, I was like a snarky email back, and I was like, ooh, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. Guess I'm Oops. gonna have to block their email. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I really should not respond or read their response. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, here's, I mean, here's here's a, there's an old uh, there's an old tale about this about uh a donkey oh god hell yes a donkey and a tiger okay okay, okay. oh this you is ready? beautiful thank you jake thank you for your right. wisdom so <laughs> one day a tiger and a donkey are standing in a field and the donkey looks up at the sky and says the sky is red and the tiger goes uh no it's not it's blue and the donkey goes no it's it's red and they go on and on and of course the donkey being a donkey is like no it's red all the way and they go all right we're gonna go see the king of the jungle about this we're we're gonna go see the lion mm -hmm. okay and we're gonna go see the king and they go to the lion and the lion goes what's your complaint and the donkey goes well i'm the, or the tiger goes i know the sky is blue but this donkey keeps thinking that the sky is red and you got to tell him the sky is blue and the donkey goes, okay, so which color is the sky? And the king goes, the sky is red. And he lets the donkey, and he lets the donkey go and he punishes the tiger. And the tiger's like, why am I in trouble? You know, the sky's blue. And the, the lion goes, cause you should know better as a tiger. You should know better than to argue with a donkey. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, dang. So, yeah, that's one of those hard hitting. <laughs> yeah. How? How? That's like two thousand year old. Three thousand. How, how? I don't know. That's one of. The, yeah. 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 No. One of those no bullshit. You know. No bullshit yeah. life stories. Advice. Yeah. yeah. Man. No. You know. <laughs> I will say like, out of that storm of like, you know, Twitter length, uh, bite sized outrage, um, 
there were some actual, there were some really nice reflections in thoughts, critiques, perspectives. Um, you know, there's like, there's a fantastic response from like Aaron Blaze, one of like, uh, you know, the directors at Disney. He sat down and he did a really deep dive and like talked about some of the history of like rotoscope. He talked about some history of technology, what it was like going through like the 3D animation revolution, what it was like going through the digital revolution for hand animation and traditional animation. Um, and just, you know, a really good perspective on the art industry. Cause like, I think <laughs> everybody's very surprised at how fast the art medium evolves, but just having only been in the industry ourselves for maybe cl almost 20 years now, you know, it's like we ourselves have seen it evolve so intensely. In fact, it's that evolution that even got us into it in the first place. Cause I remember a little young Nico Perringer and a little no young Sam Gorski getting their very first digital video cameras in their hands to play with and their very first nonlinear editors. And it was like a, Oh, this is big deal. Like this is a big, big change. And then like suddenly we shot a star Wars movie, you know, and it's on corridor right now. <laughs> um, and it is janky as heck. But the point being is that like that evolution of, of the medium and art and technology and the tools has always been like what's watered our plants, so to speak. It's what's let us grow. Um, we needed that evolution because without it, there was never any space for us. You know, the, the, the forest canopy was already covered by leaves that had already taken up spaces. So yeah. And you know, to circle back to the animator thing for a second, like a byproduct of like all this experimentation is we discovered that if you take some drawings that you have made that are consistent of a character and they're finished and they're inked and they're colored with these new control net settings that let you like really direct and control the the output of these models you can then just start taking sketches of these same characters that you're making and you can ink them and colorize them automatically to look like your finished drawings now imagine you're a traditional animator and you have to sit there and you have to ink and color every single frame to final quality but now you just have to ink and color like the first frame and then all the rest of them can just be your sketches instead so you can still hand animate with that tedium of having to like effectively repeat yourself over and over and over and sit there and meticulously draw things that suddenly disappears like that's a, a huge deal mm. and it's sitting right there and I, I feel like we're the only ones poking at it which is weird um but I, in a way it's like that's kind of in the state of technology is like when was the last time like multi-billion dollar investments from corporations became like tools that benefited animators right um traditional animators like what was the, was the last big thing they got wacom tablets you know like yeah. was that the last big one that was given to them and then they're on their own for a while <laughs> yes, draw, drawing on the like those yeah. microsoft like whatever the studio those big yeah. those big screens yeah. Or the, yeah the wacom screens for that matter yeah so like we're seeing this kind of stuff it's like dang this is so exciting and like i get people's fear and i get that there's you know some some scariness out there but it does make me sad to see so many people just angrily shutting things down when I see these tools sitting right in front of me, like open source, just waiting, waiting for somebody to like come out of here and like, yeah, experiment with them. I think it's just context and time, man. Yeah. Like give it some context and time. Like, you know, just like when people hear you say democratization and they don't know corridor and like that, that's right. kind of like a theme of our channel. They freak yeah. out. Right. Because mm -hmm. they don't know the context. They don't know, like, this is literally what we do. Like, we try to democratize entertainment yeah, for called, people. We're called corporate tech bros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're corporate tech bros. <laughs> and, and, and that kind of tells you know? as much oh of the context God. they have, which, like, which is like... That's a sky you know, is red moment right there. That's a, totally, yeah, yeah, totally. that's a fucking sky is red <laughs> it's moment like, if I've okay, ever heard it. So, so if, if that's the amount of context they have, then you can't really take those takes very seriously. But, in, yeah. like, on the Aaron Blaze video, I saw a lot of people, like, just even on the top comments, they were like, you know, thank you for making this video. And explaining to me, I feel a lot better about this now. And I was freaking mm -hmm. out when I first saw Corridor's post. Like, so again, like I feel like in Twitter, the internet in general is a bad place for context. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's where context goes to die. Yeah. And be mutilated. And you know, yeah. there, so there is one, there is also one thought that's been put out. I've seen it multiple times. And Nick, you and I have talked about this. I think we talked about it today even. Look, if you were somebody who left a comment saying, you know, I was interested in art school, but now that I saw this, I'm wondering why I even bother. It's like, I want to reach the screen. I just want to reach out and grab you and shake you and be like, wake up, shut up and stop that. <laughs> like, that's not how the world works. You know, it's like Sam and I, we studied painting, 
like black and white photography on yeah, film. Yeah, did a few of those. We did some like basic ass after effects. Like I did like a freaking like crappy sculpting class. Like, yeah. guys, all that stuff that we learned that wasn't on computers, we use it every day. Every single day. Like yeah, right? those fundamentals. It's like somebody watching like <laughs> it's like somebody going to a baseball game and seeing the, the batters warm up with like an automatic pitching machine and be like, oh, because I shouldn't even start bothering playing baseball. It's like, yeah. no, like learn those fundamentals, learn all this stuff because it doesn't matter what tool you're using in the future. It's still human beings making things for human beings. Like all that stuff that you know, all that stuff that you learn in art school from like traditional mediums. It's so important. Like there's still painters out there painting with paint because that stuff matters and it hits. Can you and imagine like, if yeah, uh, if everyone who went to college and got a degree had to do the thing, the exact thing that they got the degree <laughs> like the tool in? that they learned it on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, Man. Hell. We, yeah. Uh, that would, be society would now. have collapsed a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I, I remember like when I was when I was in our art video class with Sam, there's a magazine sitting on one of the tables there. And it showed the very first Red One digital cinema camera. Oh, and it was a CG rendering and it was all shiny aluminum. It was mm -hmm. it was silver. Mm -hmm. And it was like the big next big thing in digital cinema. And I didn't look at that and go like, well, I guess I just drop out of film school. Like, and I, to be fair, I was also doing a second major in film school at the same time. And like, we're learning with film cameras, right? We're not learning on digital. Like, there was no red camera. Like, I didn't see that and go like, why am I even bothering? No, it's like, no, learn all the fundamentals on film. And then look at this and savor it mm -hmm. and get excited because it's just going to get better. God. Like everything that you learned, it's just going to get easier. And all the stuff that you learned is just going to make you more powerful <sighs> as an oh artist. My God. Yeah. Don't you remember, by the way, like this, this debate has long been dead now for years, <laughs> but this just finally reminded me <laughs> that uh, film there was the, digital. the film versus digital. <laughs> yeah. film that was digital. such yeah. a hot fucking oh, debate for dude. like a solid like four or five years. Yeah, yeah. totally. That was hilarious. And the end, it was the met with the exact same level of like fierceness of like, yeah, uh, like digital looks like shit yeah. <laughs> and it's bad. And also we shouldn't use it. You know? it's, <laughs> and it's, it's like the, it's the it's that beautiful. The, it was that intersecting paradox of like it's super bad and we oh, should take over everything at the it's same time it's gonna take over everything but it also sucks and looks like shit. <laughs> and it's kind of like, well, bro, you can't do both. You can't. <laughs> And AI just the same thing. It's like it does this. Does does it look like shit, or is this actually really cool and might change things? I don't know, <laughs> but it can't be both. Well, <laughs> well here's the thing. Maybe well, it actually can. I think it can because maybe the our anime video does actually look like shit, but still is going to change shit. So well, it's a beautiful situation to be in. Right? I can, gar I can guarantee what? you in shit, in five like, years yeah. we're going to look at that video and we're going to notice everything. That's wrong with it, but that's because the technology and the techniques will have improved, not because yeah. I mean, I'm for where we now. are at at that. Right? <laughs> yeah, Dude, yeah. There's so uh, the long list of things that are shit, but also amazing. <laughs> it, like you can, I think everything in our reality in our world <laughs> was super shitty at some point in time. Yeah, you know, like computers. <laughs> yeah, super dude. shitty computers, <laughs> dude. You know, there was there was like a certain aspect to, <laughs> to the responses, like the more negative responses to it being like corporations are just going to use this to replace artists, which is also a strange way of thinking for me. It's like, yeah, like, more corporate art. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I think the reality is when something becomes easier to do. You, like the whole point of a corporation doing it is because it's hard and expensive to do. You know, it's it's like making movies have been hard and expensive hence why you have giant corporations like disney warner brothers etc making them That's a lot of capital but when it becomes easy when a, a group of 10 friends can make a movie why do you need a corporation to do it and like that's that was kind of the same thinking about this this animation process and it's just, it, it forces the cor corporations quote unquote to start doing other things like not yeah. to mention like just look at like anyone who's listening to us or watching this it's like this is the exact example of that you know, the amount of watch time hours spent by like a, a normal mid, young per person right now. It's like, all right, in the past when you had to shoot on film or put mm -hmm. something on television, like, yeah, that's that's the, the amount of hours people spend watching TV shows and movies now is m really small compared to now all these individual independent totally. creators yeah. that 
are able to, you know, create stuff because we, we on can our create easily. Yeah, Dude. exactly. Yeah, we, and we, it's just like that's going to be it. It's like we all want to create at the speed of our own thought. We all want to just imagine our art and then like make it real and manifest it. And everything we have, all these tools we have, are just our way of trying to get to that as seamlessly as possible. And when something comes along that can make that even more seamless, like the response isn't, well, I guess it's just going to let people just replace artists at corporations. Like, no, artists don't become artists because they want to go work for a corporation. You know, they become artists because they want to make their art. And ideally, you don't have to use a corporation. But right now, a lot of things are really hard to do. And you need teams and you need money and you need resources and you need hardware. But as it disappears, then you don't need it. You can yeah. be independent. Yeah, I mean, why will the corporations even have a leg up at that point? Exactly. I mean, although, I mean, actually, I think the whole corporation angle already happened. <laughs> yeah, that happened a long time ago. That already happened. Actually, it you started know? that way. In you know, the what, what, that way. Are we by on? the way, they're <laughs> shipping all the jobs overseas. By the way, especially in the animation industry. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like I know whose platform are we actually on right now, guys? Are, are we on Google's <laughs> platform or Apple's one? Or are we on Spotify's platform, but on a Android device also owned by Google? <laughs> You know, so, so sorry. The corporation's already won, guys. Yeah, they, they kind of won. Sorry, you're not watching this on a corridor branded phone. You know, Here, hold on. Let me let me type about corporations on my you corporation know, little, phone. When ten guys, ten guys it's with a so lot of dystopian. heart can create a cell phone company. <laughs> right. Well, that's, that's some of the that's some when of the media stuff we were talking about last week too. That's some of the things we were talking about last week. We got our first phone coming out. There's going to be 40 lenses on it. Yeah. Right. The whole back is just right. different lenses. The entire back is lenses. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. yeah, but that's 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 an important point to make too. Like the there's so many modern conveniences that those types of organizations bring to modern life. Um, but, you know, at the same time, they have their place and they have their usefulness to whatever human endeavor we're trying to do and you know in this case allowing more people to be able to distribute their ideas directly to the people who want to see them more quickly is the democratization of that art form yeah that's very true if anyone wants to know what the corporation making content looks like just watch the like YouTube rewind videos. Like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. if if a corporation quote unquote gets a hold of it, that's what they're gonna make. And it'll be the most thumbs down video in YouTube history. Of all time. <laughs> yeah, maybe AI should take over YouTube. <laughs> it may not be solely responsible for why they got rid of the thumbs down button, but it's about I think it was, we all it's a factor. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's factor. what bumped the big steering wheel. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh boy, the vibe must have been so bad. When everyone at YouTube day. corporate was <laughs> like, a fit. they were the ones who got triggered by seeing a thumbs down. Now, <laughs> dude, brought down by their own, their own yeah. device. <laughs> oh man, it's so funny. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy stuff. Like, I understand people's fear at AI being able to like replace artists, but I really don't think it's going to. Um, it can re replicate a style decently. And that's about the extent of it. It can also like regurgitate kind of, you know, machine learning based remixes of what it's been fed, which is at the at its core what's happening with like a lot of neural networks. And like, but that can be so powerful when you can sculpt that and use it as a tool. And, you know, it's like you can a photocopier also lets you copy people's art. A scanner also lets you copy people's art. A camera also lets you copy people's art like. All these tools, sure, they can let you copy someone else's style, remix their stuff, but I feel like everybody collectively forgot that we already have like really strong cultural rules in place already for this. You know? It's like, oh, this new tool lets you also copy somebody's style effectively. Shit, I guess we need to make some laws about this. It's like, wait. I think it's is just because it? it's so new. Yeah, but it's like time there's concept, a new thing. That Any, concept yeah. of, co of copying isn't new at all. <laughs> no, hundred <laughs> percent not at all. But anytime there's a new introduction of something that hasn't been defined within the medium, then you have to ask all those questions again. Like, true. I, I was looking at this piece of work uh, that was released last year, prior to the release of Stable Diffusion, um, where this guy had made this piece called The Crow. You may have heard of this. Yeah, yeah, I um, saw this email. Yeah, and exchange. and that is it's it's using a very similar like underlying technique where 
you know, it's it's creating a new look and tone to to underlying footage, mm-hmm. but the underlying footage is this um, choreographed ballet dance, mm-hmm. uh, and the person who did the dance um, authored it herself. She came up with all the moves and and the the whole thing, and uh, then this guy came along and. Um, put a uh, bunch of filters and, and looks and tones on it to make it into something different. Mm-hmm. But, and, and he's, you know, and he, he, he even won like a, an award at the Canes mm-hmm. film festival, but I think it was because nobody even knew what he had done. Mm-hmm. I, I think. And yeah, it was one of the first, it was yeah. one of the first like big image to image yeah. videos where, yeah. and so, so the underlying video is this like very cinematically presented, like, performance dance piece Mm -hmm. you know that clearly was like okay a lot of work went into filming this Mm -hmm. and capturing it and choreographing it and all this stuff so it was it was its own standalone thing and then he just took that and ran that through image to image and then got like an award so that's interesting it's like what's what's worse than ethically taking a a loose loose ish style like a general Mm -hmm. style from something and applying it completely new footage or taking you know, baked footage that's already been shot. <laughs> I mean, by that's, clearly, that's clearly that's clearly a, a um, that's clearly a derivative work. That's not a fair use. Yeah, so, that's, so there's yeah. a that's a very, very clear distinction there. I mean, like, there's no difference. Yeah. Like, it's no different than me applying a filter of any other variety that have existed for decades. Yeah, like you make yeah. a short film, yeah. you spend you know thirty. It's a thirty yeah. minute long short film, and I run that through DaVinci and add like a cool like bloom filter on it. I'll put a VHS effect and then on a it. VHS oh, effect. <laughs> And yeah. then I submit that to a film yeah. festival. It's oh, like, that's crow. basically the same thing. Here we are yeah. undersimplifying what it's like to AI process something. You do bring some imagery and intention and things like that, you know, but perhaps totally. but ulti- I mean, yeah. ultimately. He, so, he, okay. I, I applied 10 filters to it, sure. <laughs> you know, Bunch of, and oh, they're yeah. very artfully selected. You probably and, cut and some I, shots I, out. I really messed with the sliders. Yeah. So it like really got a real dialed in. All right. It doesn't <laughs> matter like, how many edited processes. What? Really? I think he redid the sound and music. I'm not sure. But either way. Yeah. He redid that. But, but the fact of the matter is like, it's, it's still very much, a, a derivative from the yeah, original yeah. and the person who re- created the original dance still i think would have a valid argument to say hey that's copyright infringement without my approval because it's clearly derivative whereas yeah. when you do your own footage and then you do image to image now we're in a whole different realm mm-hmm. um especially if you're do- creating your own data sets too that that adds another layer of like originality to it but yeah, yeah, no, I, it's I nice to al- see the tools becoming refined for what they are and what they can do and not so much necessarily muddied down in, uh, you know, the, the, the nefarious implications of it all. Yeah. yeah. And all the style and data sets and all that kind of stuff. Cause yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, oh, that's, you know, well, you, you copied, the, you know, you copied some pictures from a person and then you've trained an AI on their style. It's like, that's Okay that's becoming become irrelevant in you know a few months when somebody else makes a different data set with their own stuff or you know somebody customizes their own data set or you know at this point there's thousands of models available right it's not the data set like it's not the models it's like the underlying tool is what the only thing that actually persists and that's completely agnostic of any data that's been fed into it you know you can train it on the copywritten stuff or non-copywritten stuff it's still the same tool um so I don't know. It's it's. I feel like everybody got really caught up in the. Not, I keep saying everybody. Like it's not everybody. A lot of the, a lot of the ire, a lot of the the worries got really caught up in this concept of like artists being replaced, and I feel like I feel like that was low hanging fruit for people to get views on YouTube for, and that's what they really pushed as a narrative because that got people really worked up, and it just I feel like it's not really a reflection of what is actually happening in reality here with these tools. And it's a little too bad because it's, I think it's putting a lot of people off what's kind of like the next Photoshop, you know, whether it's specifically stable diffusion or any of the other things out there, like these are wonderful tools and they're not magic. They don't, they're not robots. They're not sentient. We believe it or not do in fact know what's going on inside of there. It's not just some mystery machine. Like, <laughs> and it's really not, yeah. it is the crazy thing. And this is what's most excited about, like what makes me most excited about it is it's not actually that complicated. Like that's the, that's the crazy thing. Like, let's say you want to get into like genetics, <laughs> right? Like you got a lot of work <laughs> to get to being able to do anything interesting in genetics, you know? 
But like, if you want to get into some machine learning or like this diffusion model stuff, like you don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to spend years and years and years studying it. Like the underlying concepts, the underlying math, like they're actually not that complicated. Mm. And that's really freaking cool. And yeah, I get a little bit worried when I hear people talking about how like, oh, this general intelligence just knows all these things that are happening. It's just become self-aware and no. it's just, I'm going to snap my fingers and have a whole movie. And it's like, <laughs> nope, nope, that's not, nope, that's magic. This is not magic. <laughs> it's not magic. D Dean had the, the video to video thing uh, loaded up the other day. Mm -hmm. And we're, you know, because that whole Will Smith eating, Will Smith uh, eating spaghetti, spaghetti thing went viral. And like, that's great because it's positive PR for AI. But <laughs> we, we were trying like a bunch of prompts and like it only seemed to be able to generate images of like celebrities doing stuff or eating. Yeah. Like it was very limited. Yeah. Very simple things. And after we, we put like, you know, a three factor prompt in there. It just wasn't able. It just gave us static noise. Because well, at the end, at the end of the day, like once again, all you're doing is you're teaching pattern recognition to a statistical system on a computer. It's this is this is an example. Like so, we've been you know getting into fine tuning these models on our new data sets, right? And we're trying to figure out. Okay, so let's say I have pictures of of me in costume and I have drawings of me in the same costume. How should I label these? Should I technically label both of them as Nico because I'm in both of them, but then label one set as photograph and the other set as drawing? Should I label the sets that are, you know, drawings of me as the character and just have it be completely independent of the photos of me and label those as something else? Because what's happening at the end of the day is when you take a picture, you put a variable on it, a word, a variable, and you take another picture and you put a variable on it. Let's say it's the same variable. The computer is going to load up these two pictures and mathematically, statistically speaking, just be like, what's, what's similar between the two of them, right? It's just going to be a pure agnostic mathematical point of view. So if I have three pictures of a red ball and I have three pictures of a red square and I label those pictures of a red ball as red ball and I label those red squares as red square and I feed them through the system the system's gonna be like okay what patterns do I notice well I notice that everything that's labeled with red tends to contain the color red in it but the things that are red ball have a different shape than the things that are red square so clearly the color must be associated with this variable that's red and those other variables must be associated with visual shapes and like it's this like is this low level just statistically based pattern analysis that's all that's happening here and that's that's what's happening basically with you know gpt4 and chat gpt that's basically what's happening with you know diffusion models like and i'm granted granted i'm oversimplifying but like at the end of the day these are just fancy statistical models that recognize patterns and we just are trying to figure out how do we trigger that to like give us useful functions. How can I hook myself into that to like output a coherent word or to generate a picture of a red triangle, you know, if I wanted to or whatever, you know? So it's it's like the more that we've used it here, the more like that magic has started to disappear and the more realization of what's actually happening. And like I said, you know, you're generating these movies of celebrities eating things. It's like if you don't feed <clears throat> that model data, it can't create the data from nothing. It can only it can only make the reason it's so good at celebrities eating is because it's been trained on celebrities, you know, and, and it's seen pictures celebrities. of food and like you and know, it, yeah, and it can remix it. or whatever. I don't know. But then that's that's when you start to like realize as an artist, like, oh, wait, this is where my power comes in because yeah. this system just lets me statistically represent things. So now if I create images and I feed them through the system, now I can start using the system to empower me to like manipulate my images to change my images, to evolve my images, because the system's not inventing things that it hasn't seen before. You as the artist still needs to invent the thing that people haven't seen before. Once you've done that, you can bring it into the system and be like, okay, now I want, I need a, I need a shot of this character, but a little bit from this angle, or I want it to look a little bit more like it's been, you know, polished and like cinematically framed, or I need some like lighting on this. Like that's lovely. Like to be able to like just create your art yourself, but then use these tools to just magically enhance them. Like, yeah. Mm. I don't know. It's crazy, crazy stuff. It's, I'm so excited for everything that's happening. Like, yeah. I'm excited for the stuff that we're making. I'm so jazzed that we can just like realize these worlds and these visions that we have. The fact that like we're on this cusp of basically being able to make drawing, like to animating an actual sequence, something where it's like the computer just handles that, the, the, like the factory line for you. So you just actually do the animation and all that tedium of like, inking every frame and tying down every frame and coloring every frame to look exactly like every other frame that all just gets taken care of for you automatically it's like yes 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 you know I'm, I'm jazzed about that when, when more people can make stuff 
yeah. and they're empowered to like bring their visions to life, you're going to get more art. And you know what? It's going to mean that there's a lot more out there. It might mean that you're not getting like the giant 100, 200, 300 million dollar movies as often. It might not mean you're getting the mega budget corporate productions as often, but that's because people have so many more options. You know, it's it's yeah. it's almost going to be like music in that in that sense where it's like we have millions of bands out there now. And yeah, there's still some big ones. But in a way, it's almost like there's more music, but they're all smaller, right? Rather than like just having single gigantic acts that just mm. dominated. I don't know. Yeah. There still stuff. are some acts that dominate. Still, there are. You know, I think it's yeah. part of the human condition. Yeah. You know? There's always, I mean, yeah, you could have said the same thing about YouTube too, you know, that, but there are YouTube creators like that everybody will recognize, you know, or <sighs> that everyone's heard of. Um, and even this, even this little micro world that is YouTube compared to traditional television and movies has done the same thing. And so, yeah, I don't see a reason why it would be a whole lot different yeah. than that. Also, the other thing when it comes to if, if corporations are able to harness these tools, all they're going to do is do some crazy stuff that nobody else could do because they have such a large team mm-hmm. to do it. Which yeah, is also going to be cool. It's going to, they're going to do yeah. their own thing with it that, that nobody else can do with it. And just like you get with the Marvel movies now, you know, you get mm. with, nobody else can do those. Nobody else can do those movies. And they're super fun and people love them. But at the same time, you're not going to get some, you know, like incredible performance and drama where somebody's going to have a breakout in a, new way of cinema you know it's not going to be genre bending because that's too much of a risk for them so don't expect that to to, don't expect to find that there but yeah yeah i mean maybe maybe it will cause them to create something other than just rehashed stuff like the marvel you know well yeah i don't know man there's there's too much risk monetarily movie they're gonna you know be able to use the comic strips as storyboards and then animate that shit and there you go you have your marvel movie so maybe the corporations will actually put money into original stuff (laughs) stuff that's really going to stand out it's definitely going to require evolution that's for sure i hope so man but that's what you want so you want you always want to see things being pushed you know yeah stagnancy stagnancy stagnation 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 (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 i mean art's never been stagnant ever (laughs) <laughs> I challenge you to find me a five-year period where art's been stagnant and not developed and not changed. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Hey, okay, man, maybe I, like the Middle Ages, but <laughs> I mean, hey, like I don't use any of the same software yeah. that I used when I started, like doing this. Like it's all new stuff to me. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I'm excited. I don't know. I'm super excited. <laughs> I can't wait. I was telling you, I can't wait to like see what you can do for like like live more live action style filmmaking like color grading like you know like style transfers and stuff on a on more of a film scale yeah you take a bunch (laughs) of world war footage yeah yeah we were talking about that like like train on all the historical like you know world war ii footage and then yeah yeah but separate separate the subject from the style so you can apply the style to your own footage Mm -hmm. and get that look or something i've been seeing that's that's really crazy is people have been using this diffusion process to colorize and restore old photographs. Mm. You take the black and white photograph and you run it through a model that's meant to just do photorealistic photography. Um, And because you have control on that now, you can really lock down the forms and shapes. You get the exact same photograph, but now it's colorized and looks like it's taken with a modern camera. And it's such a cool way to restore photographs. And like once temporal consistency has been solved, which I feel like we're maybe half a year away from like somebody coming out with like a real solution for it. Like, all black and white films instantly be able to be colorized. Like we are so close to that right now. It's pretty crazy. Like we're going to be able to restore footage from like the late 1800s and early 1900s and have it look like 35 millimeter film. What about uh, stuff that's out of focus and interpolating into out of focus images and things like that? Yeah, you can fix. I mean, at the end of the day, the computer is just imagining detail it's, it's going okay this is out of focus but it looks like it's a face i've seen a thousand or ten thousand a million faces they generally have these consistent traits so i'm yeah. just gonna fill it in the best i can that, that's what the computer's doing you know but yes you'll be able to take something out of focus and put it into focus 
Yeah. Granted, it's, you know, a bit of an imagined, this is what it maybe yeah. looks like, you know, um, it's, you know, it's CSI enhanced, but. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> you know? so is digital in the first place, man, because you're using pixels, man. It's, it's, it's not an actual, it's not actually a true resolution. Isn't it weird? Like when you like am, ambiguate like video to the point where it's like, it's just a grid of colored pixels. Yeah. And yet like we copyright it and we tell stories with it and we get emotionally moved by it. And sometimes you see, you see a certain arrangement of pixels and you're like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh man, these little squares, when they laid them out with that color and that pattern, it really pissed me off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or it made me really sad. <laughs> the the squares made me, made me sad again. <laughs> It's weird. I mean, that shows you how much like we're just running as like neural networks in our brains too, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you stop thinking about that and you're thinking about just it being whatever story it is. Yeah. 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 Neural networks in our brains for sure. It's very similar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, and before similar. that, it was just capturing an image as it was onto a piece of paper. Yep. And doing that at 24 frames a second. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we're scribbling wacky symbols on a rock. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning, very meaningful symbols. Yeah. Dude, those symbols were like super much. important, man. Yeah, you man. could, you, you wouldn't go to the afterworld if you didn't have those symbols no, on your, definitely. on your tomb. Sam, I've always felt like audio is wherever audio is at now in terms of technology and working with it is where video will be in like 15 years. Sam, as somebody that works a lot with audio, do you feel like that's like the experience you see? Oh boy, I don't know yet. Everything from like the speed to the ease of use to like how quickly you can realize your vision. I mean, it kind of hit a ceiling, I feel like, uh, a while back. Where's that's, that? You know, like, there's. I think there's more, how do I say it? Like, it, it, yeah i mean i feel like it hit a ceiling and in the sense that like right now it's still the same basic tools that were being used 10 years ago like there's some stuff i think that is that has progressed like like guitar stuff has progressed a lot specifically more than any other type of that in, in my in in my opinion uh, of all the aspects of like you know when it comes to audio and engineering and stuff like you know 10 years ago Versus today, like the guitar processing and modeling and amplifiers has, have changed a lot in the sense that now you can get a tiny little box that flawlessly replicates the sound of like any type of like guitar amp you want. Mm -hmm. And you can like capture profiles. It's not AI based, but you know, there's that, which is pretty, pretty intense mm -hmm. because a long time ago you couldn't, you can do that. Well, not even a long time ago, but like you couldn't yeah, do like, it with like good quality 10 years ago. Yeah. Um. So like there's that, but like, I feel like still most of it's stagnated. And I think also, too, when it comes to AI tools, you know, you look at stable diffusion versus it can make a more cohesive image than like these AI music generators can make a cohesive song yeah. mm -hmm. or even a cohesive element in general. And even I would even say still with the like audio vocal stuff right now, yeah. it's still it's not quite there. But I, I feel like I feel like we're kind of on the cusp of seeing something happen soon. Because we, you know, like those, there's, uh, have you seen the, there's like the STEM tools now where you can basically give the AI, an AI model a song and it'll basically, it's able to separate all the instruments. Out yeah, it's you. really cool. I dare you guys yeah. to use an AI song in the next anime, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> yeah, but the thing, that's the thing, you just know, like, it's just, it's just fun to make music though, still. Like, that's <laughs> like, like, wait, yeah. you mean it's fun to have a human experience and make art? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a I reason mean, we don't do GPT scripts here on core yeah. all the time <laughs> yeah it's, it's like, like you might, yeah who wants to just regurgitate yeah yeah i know it's the easiest part technically you know from a technical standpoint writing it is the easiest part yeah it's you know what if you <laughs> here's one more argument for the ai jobs and all that stuff all right if you're worried that ai is going to replace your job as an artist if you're one of those few out there who's in that realm just i just want you to know that over the past six months, billions upon billions of anime girls have been generated. Just the amount of pictures of anime girls on planet Earth has 
quintupled <laughs> in the high. past six months. Yeah. And people still want to watch regular anime. So, you know, like it already happened. Like there's where more. it's going to happen to you, it's it's already happened in the anime sphere. There's, <laughs> That's there's, where all the advancements happen. They happen in the anime sphere. <laughs> and they enter our regular human sphere afterwards. Like, I'm not kidding. Like all there's the been advancements more anime see, girls probably generated for like this year than uh, from all of mankind. Like, oh, easily. We're talking like, B's, not M's. Like, right? even we're talking in, B's, not M's. Okay. Yeah, we're talking like anime e girls e in the bees. Well, let's just dish out random anime girl, girl facts. Like honestly, at this rate, like we got like just in the in twenty four hours right now, there's more anime girls being generated than in all of like eighties anime. We're like, generating three hundred thousand anime girls I, I, per if we, second. If, if you look at how many anime girls were illustrated in the eighties when it comes to manga and film even hand-drawn anime girls for a private collection. <laughs> yeah. Right now, in we are generating every 24 hours that same amount. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's probably even more, actually. And there probably could even be more. <laughs> we don't know, truly. That's the scariest part. We don't, honestly, yeah, we, we don't know. There's no registry. We don't there, know how, yeah. anim, how many anime girls. I guarantee there's systems out there we just need a, we need a federal registry. We need a federal registry for all of your Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! But Can't have thing, those get into the wrong hands. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want, if you want a little preview of the future that awaits you, look no further than the anime girl uh, artist and see where they're at. I'm sure some of them have been replaced by AI. Now that I think about it, but you know what? Life marches on. So so far, that, th those those bees of anime girls <laughs> haven't satiated the demand yet. Though is what you're saying. So yeah, we're actually, good for a while. In, re in yeah. reality, I think what we've seen is that while you can generate billions upon billions of synthesized anime girls everybody wants their organic homegrown yeah. all it did was create more demand for more homegrown anime girls yeah i i saw some pretty gnarly stuff on that stable diffusion subreddit lately that <laughs> shocked me <laughs> oh no <sighs> <sighs> but I, it's too much of a topic to bring up right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> it's um, off to be for another time like, <laughs> Have you guys seen the oh Harry God. Potter? Why don't you use it to introduce the next episode, yes. Sam? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so Nick, you saw Harry Potter yeah, Balenciaga. Yeah, yeah. Jake, yeah. have you seen Harry Potter Balenciaga? Uh, yes, I did see okay. it. Yeah. 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 By the way, I got to give a shout out to the original Harry Potter Balenciaga, Demon Flying Fox. Somebody made a, a tutorial on how to make Balenciaga mid-journey videos. Now everybody's doing them and just totally yeah. copping that guy's style. Demon Flying Fox, you're the OG. Just letting you know. Yeah, um, the sequel's good too. Yep, but... That's art. Somebody mm. made art with AI. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Boom. Hardcore. That's what I want to do. I want to do Balenciaga's, but the next great adventure. Yeah. <laughs> so I well, want to do Game mind. of Thrones with billionaires in the same style. Yeah. It's it's Game of Thrones, but with billionaires, and they're oh, just fighting about, about it. Yeah, the Joe Biden yeah. hanging out with uh, Obama and Trump. Oh, dude, the uh, best. Yeah. George Bush. President's like, gaming voice. is one of yeah, the best. so good. Don't they're over there? I was like, <laughs> Michelle makes the best pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the new Doom Slayer skin. Uh, Fortnite. <laughs> you want to go back home and get some juicy dubs? <laughs> oh my god, so good. It's amazing. Yeah. Art. Heart. Art. Also art. Yeah. Art. I love it. You can't it's spell cool. I mean, it's new mediums, heart right? without art, guys. Like, true. Yeah. It, it sure is art. nice that you can actually have different art mediums exist. And you only have to replace the one or two. Because you only have, I mean, we all know you can only have like eight art mediums in the world at any given time. Um, so you know, one has to leave. But yeah. I think we've all been yeah. I think we've all been waiting for uh Sadly. Yodeling to get out of here. Yodeling was yodeling, gonna, yeah. yeah, so yeah. AI art's gonna replace yodeling. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. At some point, we'll replace uh, oil painters, but not yet. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, of CGRs... course, yodeling replaced hieroglyphics. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yodeling like had a really good run, though. I feel like it was a big sting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should, yeah. Like, big sting with Egyptians. If you're still yodeling, <laughs> just know the door is closing. Yeah. yeah. Get out while yeah. you can. AI yeah. is coming for your job. Time to learn blue yodel number nine while you still have the time. Okay. Yodeling, I think AI yodeling. can handle that. <laughs> I, think, I think we can replace that. Nah. It's, it's really cool, though, that the re in reality, that actually you can have new art mediums come out and they just live alongside all the other ones that are still there. Yeah. And that's just going to continue to be a thing. It's really cool that people still paint. It's really cool that people still sculpt. Didn't Acclamation win an Oscar this year? 
Pinocchio? Stop motion. Stop motion. Sorry. Claymation. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was speaking in Sam there. <laughs> I think they used claymation in it. I think there might I'm have been some sure. clay involved. It I looked like there was clay going on. Yeah. <laughs> they looked very clay like. The texture, yeah. <laughs> Dude, if we ever get like Guillermo del Toro on Gio, our couch, Gio, I'm like, Guillermo's. Guillermo. Guillermo. Del Toro's. Dude, reacts to good and bad Pin- claymation. Pin- <laughs> you made a claymation video yourself, didn't you? Made my claymation. Little twist on the old classic Pinocchio. <laughs> so, was did your hands were your hands really dirty after you had to model all that clay? Or how was it working with all that clay? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you're pretty good at making clay, right? <laughs> I've always wondered how do you get the clay to like stand it up? <laughs> Doesn't the clay dry out? Like if, you're not, if you take too long to do the shot? Yeah, like if you, if, you're, if you don't do the shot fast enough, the clay dries out. Yeah, <laughs> see, clay. I mean, I've only mentioned clay like a handful of times. <laughs> Haven't yeah, replaced that quick. medium yet. <laughs> Yeah, it's still hanging around there. Clay is still. Yeah, it's yeah. Here for, thought that when they <laughs> saw the, the CGT Rex in Jurassic Park, that that was it for claymation. <laughs> I just bought a shit ton of clay. Yeah. All these fucking, all these garbage trucks, all the garbage. I just men, bought a bunch of clay the, mining shares. The rubbish, the, yeah, they're, uh, they're they're driving their rubbish trucks around, and they're like, "Wow, there's a lot of clay." There's what is all the clay. Who's throwing? Are on, we on the bank of a my, river? My old truck's full of clay right is now. This an what happened? Like, didn't you see Jurassic Park? Whoa! I gotta the see it. The truck driver's yeah. like, wait, what? Oh god, I gotta call <laughs> oh, my brother. He's a broker in New York. <laughs> oh man, he runs a clay mine in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, luckily that 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 boomed like a nice resurgence in, in the like. Clay That's what they're using all the clay for. <laughs> uh. Damn, man. Well, the point is that <laughs> they're still using clay. It's here to stay. Like, I don't no. know what lessons you should take away from the end of this podcast. That's None. funny. That's so funny. It's like, yeah, I don't know if you guys know it, but I'm still sitting on a clay mine. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got oh, like yeah. 10 good Pinocchios. <laughs> <laughs> like full like, feature films, Pinocchios worth of clay. <laughs> I got 10 Pinocchios worth of clay. Uh, yeah, I think we got old franchise. Dude, when the bomb fell on the market back in 92 with a T-Rex at the silver screen, I picked yeah, up dude. all those extra crates. Well, yeah, clay. yeah. I've been hanging on this clay for like 30 years. <laughs> Some people oh said God. I was crazy. In 93, yeah. they said I was nuts to hang on to clay. But here I am yeah. 30 years later. And look at me now. I got, Dude, I I got, got enough for 10. I got enough for 10, 10? claymations in well, here. Fucking Disney fucked me over. They, they had a contract to buy a whole shitload of it. And then they filmed it in live action. Oh they God. bought, they bought me out for a tenth of the shares. <sighs> That's a goof. All right. That's a what a bit, guys. What a bit. What a bit to end it on. You always save the best laughs for last year. On the quarter pass, right? That's that's yeah. how it always goes. I like to imagine that that's what the CEO of Leica Studios actually did. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Burton is like sitting there. Tim. All right, Jake, play hey, us Tim. out. Alrighty, Tim. You can't come in here with clay on your fingers. You can't bring that shit in here. <laughs> Shit in a, in a fucking kiln right now. Put, your, put that in a kiln right now. Burn it. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just making some pottery. Oh, it's just doing a pot, pot pottery. Just making a little. Ash What's that 35 millimeter camera doing in your pocket? <laughs> oh, no. oh no! You got the very first nothing, ever phone nothing, that has a 35 sir. millimeter camera built into it. <laughs> Oh, we're uh, still going. <laughs> that's it. Uh, All right. Man. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, see you later.